How are you Raiders family? Berkey and welcome to my top 10, the first one for this year actually. Um, so it's stoked to be here with you guys, what are we, an hour and 20 from kickoff, give or take? And I mean, what a manic day, um, seriously, with the virus, the coronavirus, possibility of the game on, not on, on, not on. The announcement just now that from Monday crowds of 500 or more won't be recommended, um, which I'm assuming is speak for the NRL is probably going to suspend all games after this weekend. Interestingly, though, in relation to that, um, we travel to New Zealand next week to play the Warriors. So are the NRL going to try and do some games that are allowed in New Zealand? Because New Zealand, from my understanding, haven't put out a a edict yet about um, travel or sporting events or the like from a New Zealand perspective. So a whole lot of stuff floating around, um, but you know, there's obviously wiser heads than us around that will make those decisions when the time's appropriate. But look, let's really drill down to this game. Um, it's gonna be a big one because our first game of the year and these types of games always make me feel a little bit uneasy. Uh, purely sides come in fresh, nothing to lose, clean sheet of paper, big off-season that I want to put it to fruition. The Titans of us have only had one trial, I think, from memory. I know we definitely have, not sure about the Titans. I know they had one against the Broncos a couple of weeks ago, which they won. Um, but these types of games are just annoying. I mean, when the draw came out, uh, it was certainly one that a lot of us had thought that'll be a blow away and an embarrassment to have such a game. Probably taking a more measured approach now, I think it's probably a good game to have, particularly with a totally new right edge, which I'll get to shortly. Um, so from that perspective, uh, I'm not overly um, upset that we have drawn the Titans the first round. The Titans are struggling from a personnel perspective, new coach, hell of a lot of new players and so on. Um, so it's, it's going to be a really nice test for us early to make sure that we gel and start the season on a really good note. But look, let's go to the Titans, shall we? Um, and maybe just trying to sort of unpack areas I think they may want to exploit with us. First and foremost, I think it's going to be Ash Taylor and Tyrone Roberts versus our right edge. Now, make no mistake about it, the, the, the Titans game plan will be purely and simply ways to attack our right edge. We have a, a, a whole new right edge, Williams, Hall, Williams, Horsberg, Scott and Kotrick, totally new haven't played there before. So the Titans are probably looking at that from a communication perspective. They'll be looking at that, how we uh, how we stand up under pressure and fatigue. So my way of thinking is they're going to try and run that right edge. of They're going to try and run our right edge as much as possible um, to exploit those issues. So I can see them turning balls inside to try and bring Corey over to the markers, which leaves a bigger gap out wide. So they're really going to try and work Corey over a lot, I think, early. I can see a lot of sweet plays where Roberts may be on his left, our right, and 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 Taylor sweeps to make an extra man, trying to cause some uncertainty with, with Curtis, Nick, and Corey, as well as George in those areas. So they're really going to try and fatigue us. They're going to try and work us over. They're going to try and do a lot of inside plays, second man plays out the back, trying to get one of the guys to rush out and leave a hole. So we've just got to be very wary. We've got to keep our line. Don't rush up. Make sure if we do rush up, we rush up inside together and outside together. We can't have one person, whether it's George or Corey or Nick, trying to jam in because that's where they can get behind us and really cause us some worry. So I'm really expecting the Titans basically to play a lot of their attack on their left edge, our right edge, for those reasons I've just mentioned. It's going to be a big test. Um, we're going to be severely tested, particularly 
end of the first half, end of the second half. Hopefully by then we're a long way in front, but I'm particularly worried that first 20, 25 minutes, particularly if the coast have field position, where they can really try and unpack and, and uh, pick apart our right edge defence, who have only really played not even a full game together against the Bulldogs. Training, totally, totally different to game day, game situations. It's a totally different mindset. You can train and be a world beater at training, but you don't put it on the field. So in this instance, this is really gonna test our mettle as to how well these boys have trained and gelled together the last couple of weeks. Tyrone Peachy at number two, he's gonna be a danger purely because the way this guy runs, he likes to get it, fake outside, and then he crabs back in on the inside. What he's trying to do there, once again, is get a lazy defender around that ruck, whether it could be Louie, whether it could be Sia, Hodjo, someone who hasn't come up in the line enough and he gets in behind, he straightens really well behind the ruck and straightens and gets in into that back end of the field. So I was expecting Peachy to do a lot of one-on-one -on -one runs, jinking, jinking, jinking across. Once again, the ways to, to, to nullify that is making sure we keep the line. Inside talking to outside. If Peachy gets past a person, that person still has to keep the line and follow over. Keeping distance between the man inside you by a couple of metres, but not getting lazy and leaving a three, four metre gap between that defender and the next defender to you. That's where we could have issues. And in these early games, fatigue is certainly going to be an issue until you get used to match conditions. But Peachy's definitely a danger. Cartwright, I've got at number three, um, good and bad. Once again, he's going to try and suck defenders in and get an offload. So we can't have any more than two defenders on this guy at any one time. If we get three or four and he slips the ball, we're going to be chasing out, trying to catch our tail to, to, to uh, nullify their attack. So Cartwright, no more than two defenders. He's going to play a lot of short sides. So I'm expecting him possibly to be on Titans' left edge, our right edge again. They're really going to try and um, open up our right edge defence with ball players like Cartwright who can cause some um, who, who can cause some mayhem if we back off and we watch him. We've got to get up quickly. He doesn't like pressure. So we've got to make sure we can get up into his face, force him to play the ball early or force him to play the ball under pressure. If we stand back and watch and let him do his, his plays and so on, we're going to be caught out. But we need to get a lot of pressure on Bryce Cartwright and get it on him early. He's a confidence player. If we can rattle him early and get a few errors or a few penalties, we're going to get on top of him quite easily and he'll have a fairly quiet game. Number four for the Titans, I've gone gritty. Look, they've got nothing to lose. They've been written off all over the NRL by supporters alike. That's why I don't like these types of games. I don't want it to be 8-2 or 10-6 or in the last 15, 20 minutes. That's what I don't want because there's a bounce of a ball or a bad decision and suddenly we're behind the ball game. So they're going to fight to the very end. The only way they'll have a chance is we let them. So once again, this is our game to win Sorry, it's, it's, it's more our game to lose more than their game to win. If we play stupid footy, we're going to be caught with our pants down. But they're going to hang around Gold Coast. If we don't give them any confidence, we can get on top of them early, then it's going to be a fairly cruisy game. But if we make silly errors, which I'll come to shortly, we're going to be in strife. So let's come to us, shall we? Number five, I have gone errors. Um, our error count from last year compared to previous years was way down, way, way down which is great. So we've got to start 
are fresh without errors. In these types of games, guys, we just can't afford to be making 10, 12, 14 errors in a game, particularly in our half-giving Gold Coast field position. If we're going to make an error, let's make it up that end of the field where they've got to run 90, 100 metres to score a try. Errors in these early games will crush you. You've got to do a lot more defence. Your body's not used to the fatigue. Once again, training can only do so much. In games, it's totally different with your, how you recover, how quick you communicate with your men inside and out. So errors in these early games are really going to be a major issue for us that we just can't afford to have too many and give the Gold Coast simple position. Number six, I've gone the fringes. I really think we can exploit the fringes. While our right edge is a little bit suspect still from a defensive error, I think Corey and Elliot on those fringes will really play a massive impact. The Gold Coast would like this game to be played through the middle, but we've got to use our noggin and play it a little bit wider. Let's play a little bit wider. Let's suck their defenders over. Any mug can go through the middle and get bashed, but we've got to play smart and look at those edge plays, whether it's Corey, whether it's Elliot, whether it's CNK sweeping around, whether it's Jack sweeping left to right or George Williams sweeping right to left. We've got to spread the ball. We've got a fantastic football team and attack. We've got to use those powers we have and the ability we have to spread it. We're a quick side, we're nimble, we're great on our feet. We can't be caught in to try and play through the middle. Sure, one or two rucks, not a problem to settle things down, but then we got to spread and make the Gold Coast chase us. Number seven, I've gone up tempo. The Gold Coast want to slow us down as much as possible. They'll be looking to find the line, walking to the scrum, taking, you know, however much long they can to, to get the scrum set. They don't want to play a big, fast game. We do. We've got the communication, we've got the, the, we've got the DNA of knowing what our players do and how our players react in certain situations. So we, we want that cohesion to come together um, and make sure that we use it to our ability. So we want the ball in play as much as possible to play a really up-tempo game, quick and attack, quick play the balls, just quick around the field to really try and catch the Titans off guard. Hodjo's going to master the attack number eight. So I, I don't expect George or Jack to really do a lot of the organising tonight. I think Ricky may have just given those two guys free reign to do with as they please. Um, so Hodjo's going to be marching a hell of a lot. He'll be, he wants his runners nice and tight. When he goes, he needs his guys left and right. We've got to go in a swarm with Hodjo. That makes him more potent than if he's just on his own. So early rucks, the Sears, the Louis, the Horsbergs, um, uh, uh, Tarpany, Papa, all those guys have to really grit and get as much charge as they can and get that roll and momentum on. We can give Hodjo quick play the ball and we can have Jack running on the ball or have George running on the right edge on the ball. It's going to really give our attack some really smooth our, some really smooth momentum. Hodjo's kicks out of dummy half are critical. Um, once again, they're going to be sweating on George and Jack. So just to mix it up, Hodjo will draw the corners and really turn their wingers around on the bounce, and we just got to get it in swarm. But I expect Hodjo to really marshal nearly all the attack tonight out of dummy half. The left edge, whilst the, 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 the Titans are looking at our right edge to attack, I think our left edge just screams and oozes class. Jack, Elliot, Jared, and Bailey um, are, are fantastic left edge. They've got a lot of uh, they've got a lot of um, experience now together, particularly from last year. They've got the confidence in one another to know what each other's going to do. So I think that's going to be our main go-to tonight is our left edge attack against the right against the Gold Coast right edge defence. I'd love to see CNK put his 
just just Bobby's head up, just Bobby's head up around then continuously. Make some uncertainty with the Titans as to if he's going to get it, if he's not going to get it. I'd love to see him come on the inside of Jack or come on the inside of Elliot a lot more, just to bob up now and then to put the coast in two minds as to who's going to get it. So I think if C and K can, can get his butt around those guys early, it's just going to cause a lot of disarray for the Titans and how they defend it. So I'm looking forward to our left edge to really clicking, but clicking early. Um, after last year and, and the way they played last year. Finally, I've gone Jared Croker at number 10. He signed a four-year deal, um, which is just beautiful if you're a Raiders fan. He's going to be a one-player club. Uh, and most importantly, there's, there's kids in Canberra supporters or South Sydney supporters or whoever that are looking at someone like Jared Croker a one-man guy, um, he's well-liked, he's well-respected in the community, and Jared just draws people along his vacuum as to what he would like a football player to be and to look like. So there's a lot of young kids around Australia who, you know, their mum does that to saying Jared Croker's a one-player club. It's so critically important these days in, in, in this age of big money and chopping contracts here and there very quickly. Jared's been a guy that has stuck with this club true and true. I congratulate him wholeheartedly. I'm going to be a one-club player. The four-year deal by Canberra also hats off to you guys uh, for you know solidifying one of the greatest players we've ever had at the club and one of our greatest captains. So um, guys, top-notch that you could both come to an agreement to keep him here forever. So guys, that's it for my top 10 for this one. Our first one in a, lower, a little over an hour and 10 hour and 20. We'll see how our boys go in our first game of the year. Um, I always love your support here, guys. I'd love you to like my Facebook page, subscribe to my YouTube channel. Any queries or comments, come back and let me know if you want to chat about something further or you disagree with something I said. Always like the feedback, guys, as always. So guys, until next week, this is Berkey, Bleed Green, out.